Hey, so this episode is a bit of a ramble. I'm just being honest with you. And I'm doing this warning because if at any point in time you're listening to the episode and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, Jamie, you are really, really rambling on. I want you to keep listening because in this ramble, there's a lot of good nuggets, some take-homes that if you listen and if you really, I don't know, ignore the fact that I sound like I had four cups of coffee before I recorded this episode, which I did, these tips and strategies may just change how you approach things in your life right now. And if you're anything like me, it's going to make a huge difference. Enjoy. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm Jamie Scrimger, wife, mom, stepmom, life coach, conversation opener, and BS caller. Seven years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor with a glass of wine, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But as a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I was in over my head. When I went to the internet for support, I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support that I was looking for. Raw and real conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard, but each week I'll bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to help you thrive amongst the tough stuff in life. My goal is to inspire you to live your version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. It has been a couple weeks since I released an episode, and guys, I just needed a couple weeks because we made some changes to the podcast. So you may have noticed there's a new name, new cover art. We have basically done a small rebrand on the Jamie Scrimger podcast, which is now going to be referred to as the Kick-Ass Stepmom podcast. You know, when I first started the podcast, I didn't know anything about podcasting. To be honest, I still don't know a lot about podcasting. I've basically just ordered a mic and found someone to edit the podcast for me hello, Max, and started recording myself. And, you know, you may be wondering, or maybe actually you're not wondering, but I'm going to tell you anyways, but what inspired this change? And, you know, lately I've been thinking a lot about this platform, a lot about my life, what I want to do, where I want to go with things, and specifically what I want to concentrate on. And I have been dipping my toes into a lot. I have YouTube videos and blog posts and podcasting and coaching and exclusive stepmom community and like all the things, but to do something well, you can only do so many things, right? And I feel like I have been trying to do all the things and it's prevented me from going all in on something. So I'm feeling this urge to simplify things. And I've decided to pick one piece of content that I release every single week and stick to that and then still do the arrest. So I'm going to release a podcast episode every single week as I have been, and then, you know, still do videos and still do all that, but I'm going all in on the podcast. And it's really about adapting a less is more approach and a work smarter and not harder attitude. And I'm talking in life, on this platform, all the things. By the way, as someone who really strives to do it all, this is a really challenging task, but it's something that I am committed to doing. Now, if you are one of my non-stepmom listeners, you may be asking yourself, okay, well, it's going to be 
the kick-ass stepmom podcast now. So does that mean that the content is just going to be all stepmom related? And no, it's not, not at all. I've said this before, but I don't want to just talk about step parenting and blended family life. Frig, if we're being completely honest, there are some days when I don't even want to be a stepmom, let alone talk about it all day long. And I mean that with no disrespect to my stepkids and my husband. I love you all, but just sometimes it is really freaking hard. But I'm all about living a kick-ass life. And I say it all the time. It's part of the name of my program. It's part of my bio and description. I am a what's next and how are we going to do things better around here kind of person. And when I say I want to share and show you how to live a kick-ass life amongst the extra stressors that come with being a stepmom, I mean, I want to show you how to thrive amongst the really tough stuff in life. Because here's the thing, being a kick-ass stepmom isn't just about talking about stepmom life all the time. In my ebook, 101 Ways to Be a Kick-Ass Stepmom, I say that thriving as a stepmom doesn't come from a book about stepmom life. It comes from working on yourself and focusing on your relationships and developing a confidence in who you are. And sometimes living a kick-ass life and feeling good comes down to a really great sweater or leggings that make your butt look good or having a capsule wardrobe that makes you feel confident or a great tinted moisturizer that makes your skin look amazing. It comes from finding motivation to work out or a new, you know, tip and strategy to help you know, keep the spark in your marriage or a great pair of workout tights. So I'm going to be sharing all of that too. Now I know without a doubt that I'm going to have someone reach out and say that the last piece was materialistic and feeling good and thriving in life doesn't have to come from a great sweater or a pair of lemon tights that, you know, make your butt look good. And you know, that's true. It doesn't have to, it's not a prerequisite, but I really like these things. And I personally feel a lot more confident and have more pep in my step when I feel put together. And I think a lot of you agree because I get asked all the time for links to the clothes that I'm wearing or my skincare routine and all of that. So like I said, I'm going to start sharing a little bit more of that. And while I'm talking about it, if you're ever looking for a link to anything that I've mentioned, I have created a section on my website called shop and it's where you can find all the links to all of my favorites. Chances are, if I've mentioned it on the podcast or on Instagram, you'll be able to find it there. Now, number two, the last change that I want to be fully transparent about with the podcast is that I'm going to start taking on partnerships and sponsors. And I'm going to be super straight with you guys. This is my job. Podcast, coaching, creating content, the exclusive stepmom community, all of it. I turned a hobby into my job. A few years ago, I had a choice. I could go back to grinding it out as a child protection worker with long hours and often dangerous working conditions, or I could go all in with my platform and coaching business, and I chose to do the second. As this platform has evolved and the exclusive stepmom community has grown, I've had to hire people to help me behind the scenes. I have become an entrepreneur, which is so crazy to me, but with that transition has come wearing a business hat and making decisions that make sense for me, my team, the growth of this platform, and most importantly, benefit you, my loyal community too, because at the end of the day, this is all about you and supporting you. So podcast ads and sponsorships, you're going to see them here and there. And ads can make people roll their eyes. They can be really freaking annoying. As someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, I can get really irritated by ads And if that's you, please remember there is a lot that goes into creating all the free content on the internet. And these ads help support that. 
My promise to you is that if I wouldn't recommend it to my best friend or haven't recommended it to my best friend, I'm not going to share it with you. So I'm going to be very, very particular about the partnerships that I take on, but we are taking this podcast to the next level. And with that, we are going to be taking on some sponsorships. All right. So I think that's all the housekeeping changes and updates that you can expect around here. For this episode, I thought I would do a little solo episode about where my head is at right now. It's basically a little bit of a reflection. And yeah, I just want to share where my head's at because I just turned 35 years old. And it's a weird feeling being 35. Uh, It's like I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. And I've never really thought that much about a birthday until now. It's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I don't know about it. I don't even really have the word. But If you've been listening since the beginning of the podcast or even following me since I first started my blog, when I first started dating my husband, who was 13 years older than me, I was given the nickname, the Pop-Tart. And you may be thinking of a delicious breakfast treat, but it was more of the context of a young girl dating an older man. Like, she's your Pop-Tart or quote unquote, how's your little Pop-Tart? And I can't help but think now that I am closer to 40 than I am 30 or the 26-year-old's Pop-Tart that I was when we first got together, do I still get to be the Pop-Tart? I don't know. I don't think so. Just, (laughs) I don't know. I just keep thinking back to how many years it's been since I went all in and decided to do life with Darren and the kids. It's just crazy. Anyway, there are three things that I want to tackle in this where is my head at episode. And there's really no theme other than These are my random thoughts. And maybe these things will inspire you. Maybe they will give you the kick in the ass that you need. Maybe you don't care. I don't know. I'm doing it though. So first things first, I love a new beginning, a new season, a new week, a new month, a new year. And it's really just all about any chance to do a regroup. I am here for it. So the first thing I want to talk about is what inspired the changes to this podcast A couple months ago, I joined a mastermind with Krista and Lindsay, the host of the Almost 30 podcast. I'm going to link their handle for you because these girls are amazing. And this podcast isn't just for people who are almost 30. These girls are now older than 30. It's just such a phenomenal show. And I wanted to share this because I joined this mastermind on a whim. And I think that it's something that you all need to hear and maybe be inspired by. So I stumbled across their podcast while I was doing the dishes and I thought to myself, wow, these girls are pretty great and was just kind of listening away. And then I heard an ad for this mastermind that they were doing for people who wanted to take their podcast to the next level. And I was like, hey, that's me. And my gut told me to apply. So I did. I shut off the water. I went to my computer. I filled out the application and the rest is history. I was in and I'm sharing this because I like to follow my gut. My husband says that I like to make emotional, uninformed, and often irrational decisions, but I really like to refer to it as following my gut. And you know what? Whatever. It's worked. I've grown this platform based on my gut feelings. Anyway, Krista and Lindsay have helped me do an audit on the podcast, see what's working, see what's not, create a plan on how to keep growing, basically everything I shared above. And this coaching program was a bit of a risk and it was an investment, especially because I had just learned about these girls, but I, something told me that I had to do it. And as I said above, this is my job. When I first started this blog, it was the Pop-Tart Diaries at the very beginning. It was a hobby. 
I wanted an outlet to share my story. And truthfully, I didn't think anyone would read my posts. But as it grew and I turned this passion and hobby into a business, I often get asked how I was able to make that happen. And I've talked about this in episode 76, debunking and confirming your assumptions about me. It's a good episode. You should totally check it out. But a huge part of this success comes from investing in courses and masterminds from women who are ahead of me. And over the last seven years, I've really invested back into this platform and my personal growth. And it's made me a better wife and a better stepmom and a better entrepreneur. And I'm sharing this because I want to encourage you to do that too. You don't know what you don't know. You can't see your blind spots. It's so easy to get caught up in what we're doing in the day-to-day life, but there's so much to learn and it is so helpful to have someone with no agenda and an outside perspective come in and give feedback personally and professionally, like in all areas of life, this is so helpful. You can't grow if you don't make an effort to do so. So basically I'm saying if you're thinking about taking a course or investing in coaching or going to therapy, stop thinking about it and just freaking do it. There's a reason why this idea keeps coming to your head. You are worth it. You won't regret it. I cannot stress this enough. I am not blowing smoke when I say investing in courses and coaching has changed my life, like my entire life. Like they say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And I have never regretted investing in myself. Number two, the second random thought that I want to share in this podcast or mindset shift that I'm working on is you can have it all, but you can't do it all. And this year, I felt like I was constantly trying to do it all and have it all. And then I was upset and disappointed when I fell short or like an unorganized shit show. And actually, last night, my husband and I were talking about life. And I said, one of the positives and negatives about both of us is that we set very high standards for ourselves. We have very high expectations of ourselves. And the problem for me, and I think for a lot of women, is that we're control freaks. And we think that we have to do it all to be a good wife or mom or stepmom or fill in the blank. And for a while, I was all like, if you prioritize and manage your time, blah, 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 you can do it all and you can have it all. And, you know, I think that's true to a certain extent, prioritizing and being organized is important, but you will get to the point where if you want to level up at home or in your business, you need to start delegating. There is a saying that to really grow, you need to work on your business and not in your business. And I'm starting to realize that the same goes for your home. It's about changing your mindset about what running your home life looks like and getting out of the mindset that it's all on you. So a few weeks back, I had a meltdown to my husband about feeling like the freaking maid. My husband works long hours and isn't around all the time. And I felt like I was just constantly cleaning up after all the kids and could not get my head above water between errands and groceries and cleaning and running this platform and extracurriculars and pick up and drop off and blah, blah, blah. I was just tapped and I literally burst out in tears. And guys, I'm on anxiety meds. And they really, really numb my emotions. So crying is very rare for me. That's how overwhelmed I was. I don't even remember the last time I cried. And since then, I've been working really hard to change the way I look at running my family. Because even Darren was like, you need to start delegating. Like, why are you putting this all on you? So now I'm starting to think about myself as the CEO, working on my life, business, and family, not in it. So you may have to sit with that for a second. Work on your family, not in it. And obviously, sometimes you need to work in it, but it's just a mindset shift about how you can do things. And to take things to the next level, we need to delegate and stop putting everything on us. 
the mental load of a mom and a stepmom is freaking ginormous. And right now I'm focusing on decluttering and delegating. And to explain, I'm going to share an example that comes from my business, but just hang tight because I'm going to bring it back to family. So this year, I really focused on building out a team to help me take this platform to the next level. And I am a control freak. I can be a poor communicator. I really fly by the seat of my pants and getting organized has been a bit of a challenge. We have come a long way as a team, but there's definitely a long way to go. Britt and Heather, if you were listening, it will get better. It's coming. It's coming. My sister, Britt, she manages a lot of the behind the scenes and Pinterest and graphic design, and she manages this podcast. And Heather Stewart from Wicked Stepmom just came on, and she's helping me manage the exclusive Stepmom community. I have a podcast editor. Brent Lively helps me with my videos. And I had to grow this team because I found myself on this hamster wheel going and going and going and not getting anywhere. I was so caught up in the day-to-day. And having this team to delegate tasks to, it's been such a game changer. In fact, my business is set to double this year because of this investment. And this couldn't have happened without a mindset shift. So I'm going to do this more in my home too. And obviously it's not about doubling my home. We always already have a lot of people, so we don't need to double that. But I want to get off that hamster wheel, that feeling that you just can't get ahead. It's like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And I think that you should get off the hamster wheel too. So here's what I've done. I can't obviously hire a team. Mind you, I would if I ever win the lottery, I'm 100% going to hire a chef because I, I don't know, I just think that would be so amazing. But I've started to delegate. I do have a team in my home, four of them, and they live here rent-free. So I'm delegating more to the kids. I've also hired some help. We have a cleaning lady. We always have. She's always been amazing. And we are just giving her a couple extra hours to do some of the tasks that just weren't getting done. It's been this huge, huge shift in our home. And here's the thing. Are things done exactly the way I would do them? Having the kids do them or delegating them out? No, but they're getting done. And if you're listening to this and you're feeling strapped for time and uneasy about how things are going, I want you to go through your life and ask yourself these questions. What am I doing that someone else can do? Like your kids, family, you can ask for help, you can hire help, delegate, any of that. And what am I doing that I'm not good at? What am I doing that is taking up too much of my time? Can I delegate this to someone else? So I'm going to go back and give you an example. I can edit and record videos. I can do it. Um, I've done some great videos. I'm not great at it. And it takes me hours and hours, but I can bang them out. But I get so frustrated. I procrastinate on them. Um, I'm not consistent because they take so long. And then I don't get things done that I need to get done because I'm spending so many hours editing videos because it's just not my thing. When I hired Brent Lively to help me with videos, yes, it was an investment, but I made it back because I was able to free up the time that could be spent doing the things that only I could do. So let's use this example in your household. Say your kids have holes in their clothes and you want to sew them. You're not good at sewing, but you can do it. It just takes you a long time to do it. So you procrastinate. It's frustrating. It takes you forever. In the meantime, the kids are missing their pants. You just, you know, don't do the sewing. There's that. Or you can take it to a seamstress who will fix the hole for like $5. What's your time worth, right? So these are the little things that you can delegate out. We There's a saying that says just because you can do something, it doesn't mean that you should. Now, I'm always reluctant to talk about delegating and even, you know, hiring help, hiring a team, cleaning ladies, all of that, because 
it's inevitable. I'm going to get a message from someone saying not everyone is in that position. Everyone, there's people who are just scraping by and paycheck to paycheck. And 100%, I was in the exact same position. Not everyone can hire. When I was in child protection or when I started this platform, I had very little extra money. And I remember hearing about people hiring assistants or getting help with things and thinking to myself, wow, that must be really nice for you. But in time, little by little, I could. So I would invest, free up, a little bit of time, invest more, find better ways of doing something that freed up some more time that increased my productivity. It's all in baby steps. It doesn't happen overnight. And remember you have a team at home. If you have kids, they're living rent-free. They are able to help ask for help, trade help, delegate to people in your family. It is a process takes baby steps, but as you free up time by delegating and working on and not in, you're going to start to see more opportunities to do that. Everything will start to grow and you'll start to feel more organized and on top of things. Honestly, just trust me on this. Just give it a try. All right. So I'm switching gears here. Now, this is the last thing I want to touch on. And you probably heard me say that I don't love the word journey and I don't. But I'm learning that there really is no other word to use. So when people say we're all on a journey in life, I used to cringe. But more and more, I'm like, well, yeah, it's really true. And I want to share my thoughts on this whole idea because it's really helped me with the hard relationships in my life. And I'm talking family, co-parenting, friends, etc. I believe that everyone in life has a lesson that they need to learn or lessons that they need to learn. And if you keep finding yourself in the same situations over and over again, there's a lesson there that you need to learn. And you're going to find yourself in those situations again and again until you learn them. It's not about anyone else. It's not about what anyone else is doing. It's about you and your lessons. So, you know, God, universe, karma, whatever you want to call it, you have a lesson. And if you keep finding yourself in situations, they're telling you something. And this was a huge, huge pill to swallow for me. And I'm constantly working on this. I've said this in past episodes, but my lesson in life was and 100% is that I can't control everything and that I need to deal with the past trauma from my childhood, which has resulted in me trying to control everything. Life was like, oh yeah, you want to try to control everything and push your screwed up emotions from your childhood down and pretend like you're okay. Well, how about you go fall in love with a man with three kids and a co-parenting plan and see how that goes for you. Seven years ago, I had a choice. I could continue to sabotage my relationships. I could try to control everything, or I could deal with my past and move forward in a healthy way. So I went to therapy. I got myself a journal, and I really dove into why I am the way I am. I did the work. Sidebar, I think that everyone should totally do this, and everyone would benefit from some therapy. Like, therapy is so good. Now, one thing I am committed to doing in my 35th year is to go to some more deep-rooted therapy and really understand myself and dive more into this past trauma and all of that. Because it, once you start doing that, it really helps you understand why you are the way you are. But the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is that now when I find myself in a situation where we either have a step family stressor or we're served court documents or financial issues or you know have a challenge with the kids or family or whatever, I think these things. One- this is really terrible. This is a pain in the ass. This is hard. This isn't fair. What's the lesson here? What can I take from this challenging situation? Like, what can I learn? And then the second is I'm responsible for my own journey. Everyone else is on figuring out their own shit. 
And I just have to focus on me and what I can control and what's important to me. You can't control anyone else. You can't make them learn the lessons that they need to learn. I am responsible for myself, my actions, my personal growth, my legacy, and raising good humans. That's it. So when you look at these tough situations or struggles that you can often blame other people for it, it really helps to say, okay, they're on their journey. I'm on my journey. They're learning the lessons that they need to learn and I need to focus on me. So that's been super powerful for me. And I really wanted to share that with you because I know that mindset shift has really helped a lot of the women that I work with and a lot of my coaching clients. It's just, it's not about you. You have to focus on what you can control. Easier said than done. That's where the deep rooted therapy comes in. But um, yeah, it honestly changes the game. Alrighty, guys, that's it for this one. That's all this former Pop-Tart has for you. I hope that you got something from this episode. I know it was a whole lot of ideas thrown into one, but sometimes it just feels good to get it all out. So to summarize, simplify, delegate, own your shit, and find the lesson. And that is what I'm focusing on this year. Sidebar, I'm also focusing on really good skincare, drinking lots of water, doing lots of squats and tightening up my ass, but we can talk about that in a later one. That's all for this one. So if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and head to iTunes, leave a rating and a review. I love, love, love hearing from you guys and straight up those reviews help the podcast grow, which in turn inspires and motivates more women and helps us get more kick-ass guests. And as I said, I'm on a mission to level things up around here. And I want to support you in doing the same. All right. Love you guys and chat with you in the next one. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.